reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for Welcome to Talking Giants Midweek Wednesday Show, Bears Film Cleanup and Mailbag. Danny, it's been a while since we've done one of these because of the bye week and Monday Night Football and blah, blah, blah. And, and It's been almost a month since we've done a Wednesday episode, and it reminded me how stressful it is to try and like get all of the film review done before this episode. Anyways, Danny, how are you doing, my man? I'm doing good. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't miss these shows because I, I enjoyed not having to go look back at the the game last or during the bye week because I did have to see how badly we sucked. But then this Sunday I had to go back and watch us lose again. So I'm doing good despite all that. It's a yeah, I'm just doing good. Yeah, it's I don't know. I feel like the season has just kind of sunk in. Like this was. I, I don't think we dealt with the Monday and Tuesday outrage like we had in past weeks. I think it's just kind of accepted at this point. Um, and that's that's sad. I'm accepting our fate for Sunday. I'm not even going to get mad at this point. <laughs> I know. I think that has something to do with it. Look, we just have no hope for the Packers. But we're not here to talk about the Packers. We're here about talk, to talk about the Giants because this is Talking Giants. We got a lot to get to. We got some film cleanup to get to. We got mailbag questions. But, Danny, first we got some news around the team. Let's start with Jabril. Jabril Peppers has a transverse process fracture don't ask me what that means basically what what i've heard is it's some kind of broken uh bone in his back it's supposedly a one to three week injury and you can play with it but it has to do with pain tolerance as every beat rotor reported that pat Shermer said uh peppers has been a playmaker for this team in fact i'd say he's been the biggest playmaker on the giants defense and it sucks to lose him uh i don't know if we see him get back this year I'm, listen, I'm not one of those guys like because there's people who are like we got to sit Shepard, we got to sit Saquon, we got to sit everybody. We don't want anybody playing. Shut them all down. But if you know if there's two weeks left, one week's left, I don't know why Peppers would would come back. He's he's a part of the future of this team. Yeah, I I don't want Jabril coming back, especially with something like that. I I know I was having this uh, talk saying like, do we should we just put Shepard on IR and just not risk it? But Jabril Peppers, I I. There is no hope. Just sit him out for the rest of the season because he's someone you want to build the defense around. You don't want this to turn into something more. And yeah, so just I'm fine with Jabril Peppers not playing for the rest of the year because what do we have to play for right now? Nothing unless you consider playing loser for the draft, like what we're playing for, for our now. pride, Danny. We're playing for pride, baby. We got no pride right now. <laughs> Hashtag Giants Pride, baby. Hashtag Where is it? Hashtag I don't know, man. Uh, anyways. So, yeah. Him, Sounded so dumb right there. Him being out sucks. Uh, you know, obviously, hope he gets better. 
the way they fill that role, Julian Love, Julian Love, I'm assuming is going to start a strong safety, and they'll have Bethea free safety. That's the way they did in the second half. That's the way I'd assume they attack it uh, going forward. Um, I, fe- I guess I wanted to talk about Julian Love a little bit. Film cleanup will do it now. I think there might be a game this year, Danny, where we're mad at Julian Love because he gives up like two big plays. But I tell you what, man, he plays fast. He plays with good instincts and the ball skills that we saw at Notre Dame. That kind of stuff translates. I, I'm excited to see him, man. I, I think I really like Julian Love. We've talked about. I mean, I, I expected him to be the nickel corner week one. Uh, you know, he's changed positions to safety, and it looks like that's not just a, a like a a tryout like we thought it was going to be in the offseason. It looks like safety is his position as long as he's a New York Giant. And you know what? I'm excited to see him go out there and play with some instincts. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're, we're going to get mad at Julian Love, but even with Corey Ballantyne, I had to keep reminding myself, I'm like, he's a rookie. He's going to struggle. And Julian Love, he's going from corner now. They're going to try him out at free safety. He's going to have his – he's going to struggle, and that's just something we're going to have to deal with. But there's going to be people out there saying he's regressed so much and we need to bench him, like the people were talking about with Ballantyne. So, yeah, he's going to struggle. But I'm excited to see what he can bring – to us at free safety because if he shows like good things even even if he's struggling you see the good and you you could believe he could be your free safety and i don't think this is like a curtis riley situation because we translate uh, we move riley from corner to free safety but i have much more faith in julian love because julian love uh, he's a good tackler he I, I seen julian love take way better angles than curtis riley did when he was with us last year so i got all the faith in the world julian love to be a free safety it's gonna take time i think to get used to that feeling but he'll get there. Yeah, he, he's already twice the player than Curtis Riley. I'll go ahead and say that right now. And it was cool to see him get an interception. Um, you know, he had some friends. He had some friends die. I, I guess there's no like, good way of bringing that up. But, like, it was a rough week for him. It was cool to see him get a play. Obviously, we'd like him to get a win. Uh, other news, Golden Tate has a concussion. I don't think we should see him play against Detroit, uh, uh, Green Bay. They said it happened on the touchdown. Danny, I'm going to be real. I don't believe that. I think it happened on that punt return beginning of the game where he looked like he had his bell rung. I, I, I don't. I just don't think that that happened on the touchdown. And someone pointed out something that was kind of funny though. If it was on the touchdown, when he's celebrating, like Sterling Shepard slaps him in the head twice afterwards. Yeah, I mean, it could be a mix of both. But I, I looked at the play when he scored the touchdown, and it would have shocked me because his head like whiplash back right onto that onto the turf. So I, I wouldn't shock me if it happened there. But definitely not having that huge hit earlier in the game in that play, that definitely wasn't helpful to his head. And obviously I believe probably both of those led to where we are today. But yeah, I was sorry just seeing Sterling Shepard like smack him on the head. I'm like, well look at obviously Sterling didn't know I'm like, man, he was just smacking a guy that had a concussion. So yeah, I don't expect him to play Sunday in Green Bay. He could probably play Monday because we're gonna be playing Monday Night Football following this game, so there's this chance there because we'll have a longer uh, week to get ready. But if you want to play it safe, you, then they may just hold him out to the Dolphins game. Yeah, I, I don't know this, and this is one reason I think it happened earlier in the game because if it didn't, and I didn't want to tweet this out because people will spin this and and whatnot. There was plays, there was scramble drills where he just sat there and he didn't run. He just he finished his route and stopped and didn't run back to the ball or to the to the sideline. There was run plays where he should have been blocking and he was just standing there. Like there was four or five plays like this, Danny. So if he like 
the concussion would be the only excuse for that. Like, I was aggravated at that. Like, we, everyone got mad at DeAndre Baker for not hustling. Man, well, what Golden Tate was doing not hustling-wise was 10 times worse than DeAndre Baker uh, pulling up on one play and people freaking out about that. Like, it, it was it was brutal. I'm not going like, to clip it and point it out because if he – like. I'm, I think he had a concussion early in the game, and a lot of other people. I, obviously, I'm, I'm guessing, not guessing on that, but I'm, I'm I am guessing. But it, it was pretty frustrating to see that, Danny. Yeah, I, I personally, me, I didn't notice that while I was looking at the film. But yeah, we, we, we just don't know for sure when it happened. But definitely having that bell rung right there. I'm like, when he returned, I'm like, there's no way he's not feeling something. There's, I can. Yeah, there. That was too big of a hit, and you. I feel like it's also hard to diagnose a player on the field like as quick as they did, but obviously, they they felt he was good, and then obviously later in the game he took that nasty hit when he hit the the floor. Yeah. So and and then other Giants news: Benny Fowler cut. He wasn't really much of a factor this season. He had 19 catches for like 290, like was 190 yards. Uh, almost all of those were with Eli Man- like over half of those were with the two games with Eli Manning. Um, he's a guy we liked, um, but he just hasn't been part of the plans with, with Daniel Jones. He's made a play here and there. He had the two-point conversion against the Jets. Um, but so he's gone. I don't know who they'll, they'll bring in to do that. I think they're saying that they might bring in like a punt returner with uh, Peppers and Tate out. Uh and then they worked out some kickers. Now, Danny, I think they're going to keep Rosas, and they might just be putting a little heat on him. But, Danny, who were these kickers? And I'm making you say them because I want to hear you pre- try and pronounce all of them. Well, yeah. I mean, this is what, the second time I believe they did this with Rosas? They're definitely just trying to light a fire underneath him. One that I'm going to say this now stands no chance of being our kickers, Blair Walsh. Then we got Giorgio Tavecchio, Cole Hoodland, and Austin Mac. McGinnis. I was so close to getting them all right. But yeah, those are the, the guys that worked out. But Jordan uh, Rainin added uh, said the Giants told the kickers they're going to wait another week. So if that means anything, I don't think so. I think he's got to stick it out for Rosas because kickers go through up and down like that. So yeah, I don't expect anyone to be brought in a kicker. Maybe during like next year's preseason. If we were in the playoff race, then there's there would be like a real case to cut Rosas. But we're not. We saw a guy who made a Pro Bowl last year only missed one kick. We might as well stick it out and see what he has. You know, obviously, you bring, like you said, you bring another kicker in the camp and let them battle it out. But at this point, there's no I, – I want to give up on Rosas, especially after what we saw he could be last year. Let him try and regain his confidence. And, you know, part, some of these have been on the snap as uh, the snap and hold as well. No, oh, yeah. Obviously, kicks have been Rosas's fault, but it, uh, Diossi messed up on two snaps recently, so that's another issue that had to be addressed. As you said, he missed one kick last year. The guy was in the Pro Bowl. He was the best kicker in the league. You just don't cut him after one bad season because they didn't cut him after the 2017 season, and look how good it turned out in return. And I believe in the 2018 season, he had to go up against some stiff competition in uh, Mike Nugent. So, yeah, you you just got to stick it out for him as much as hard. He's going to miss more field goals this year at this rate, but I, I believe – he can turn it around because I seen him turn it around once. Why can't he do it a second time? Yeah. So uh, we'll see with that. All right. So that was all the news we got to. Let's do some film cleanup. Danny, let's start at the top with Saquon. Now I'm in the boat that he's injured. I, you know, and, and it is affecting him, although he did look better 
his ankle looked better in this game than it did, you know, the previous few games against like Dallas and, and the Jets. But it definitely looked like he balled him, you know, when he got in open field. Uh, you know, he he the ankle mess with him. And, you know, they took him out after I don't know. I'm maybe I mean conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory, like Mike Tyson would say. That being said, and I did a clip and there's a couple more. There was holes there that he just didn't hit. I don't know what the deal is with Saquon. Like it's I have no idea how to explain it. We know that the player is, so it's not like, oh, like was he is he not that good of a running back? It's like we know who he is. But it just seems like he's just not there, and, and something's not clicking with him. No, something. He's just yeah. He's just not. That ankle injury has definitely taken effect on him. I still believe he's not a hundred percent. And now you got people talking. Oopsie, they got people talking about that he doesn't have that luster anymore. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, he had the luster for the first few weeks, but then he got injured. Obviously, especially at the running back position with how quickly Saquon returned. You, you, there's no way he healed a hundred percent in time. Obviously, he looked good in practice leading up to it, but practicing and going into like a real game situation. It's two totally different things. So obviously there's going to be some changes the way he plays this game, especially with the ankle injury. But yeah, there's no way he's 100%. If he is, then I'd be shocked. Then either Saquon has just become scared running the football, which I know that's not the case. Yeah, there's no other explanation besides he's injured, but he did have a much better game, and the ankle did look better this game than previous. Yeah, there were some good runs, and the the yards per carry doesn't look good because it's less than four. But a lot of that was weighted by... A minus five yard loss, a minus four yard loss, and obviously that's a part of the game. But um, like the 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 third and one fake fullback guy, halfback toss. I'll, the only the, the explanation that people give is like, well, Jones should have like been able to audible there. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to get back into that. But that was that was pretty damn frustrating. Yeah. So I don't know what the deal is with Saquon. I don't know what the answer to it is. I I don't know. I just I, it's hard to tell what's going on with him. There's no way we'll know. Saquon, he ain't going to tell us. He'll probably keep his own opinions to himself with the trainers because Saquon only wants to do is be out there and try and help this team win. But, yeah, there, there's no way. We, we will never know. We, we just never will. But we could just, based off what we saw last year and the beginning of this year, it you could probably guess he's not 100%. Yeah. Um, other things on the offense. Nate Solder sucked. Don't uh, – Going back and being like, well, you know, he only had a few bad plays. Nope. He had some bad plays just because he didn't have sacks or Daniel Jones wasn't getting lit up, which there those plays were there too, does not mean that he didn't have a really bad game. There was a third down where he causes Jones to get hit. There's this like simple stunts he couldn't pick up. Solder has been really bad. And just because it didn't look as bad on TV, this game was bad from him. And, you know, somebody asked me today, like, you know, what's the biggest need in the offensive line? It, to me, is left tackle by a mile. Like, I, he sucks so bad that I'm ready for his family, like him, to reply to me on Twitter. And I feel bad because I don't think, like, you know, I, I, you know, I think he's a good guy. But he has been horrible. And for what he's being paid, like, it's just unacceptable how bad he is. Yeah, people are defending with, like, oh, it's, it's Khalil Mack. It's like, one, he handled Khalil Mack last year. And two, he's the highest paid left tackle in the league. Why why shouldn't he be able to guard Khalil Mack? You're getting paid all this money. There, there's no excuse. And, yeah, I, I like Nate Solder. Know what he went through. I like Nate Solder as a person. He's a good guy. He's do, he does a lot for the community, and he does a lot of charity work. But he's I, you got to look at the football side of things, and he's not good. It, it, he's, he's taken such a step back from last year. He can't 
he can't block anyone. Like he's struggling to block guys that like should be giving him a hard time. And then one play I posted where he, Daniel Jones got strip sacked. There was like, oh, but look how Mike Remus gets pushed back in. And Jones like, oh, okay, what's your point, Mike? Remus, yeah, he had a bad block, but did he uh, give up Jones given the strip sack? No. And so that's the it, thing is, other guys get pushed back. He gets completely pushed aside. Like it's just. I don't know. I don't. Maybe it's because he's playing left tackle on the blind side, but it's 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 different with him, man. Like he just gives. Like look at the fumble thread that I do. Six of them. Uh, I'm going off the top of my head, but five or six of those are literally Jones in his throwing motion. Soldier's guy hits his arm and he fumbles. I mean, how many times does that have to happen in, in a season before? I don't know what they do with Soldier. Someone said maybe move in the right tackle. I don't think that's the worst idea because he's actually a good run blocker. Like, for as much crap as we give him about his pass blocking, he's pretty de- good in the run game. Um, so maybe right tackle could work. I know that makes Giants fans and myself cringe just saying that because we did that with Eric Flowers. But Nate Solder also isn't Eric Flowers. Like, Eric Flowers, as bad as Solder is, he's nowhere near as bad as Eric Flowers. I, I Yeah, I mean, if you're going to put him on right tackle, I mean, we got to do it at least. Obviously, we got, what, five more games to do it? But Remmers is an injury, and you're not going to want to bench Remmers. So... Yeah, I don't know. And on that play where Khalil Mack got to Jones, he did nothing special. Absolutely nothing special. And Nate Solder just couldn't block him. His life depended on him. And as you said, it's frustrating. Jones has a lot of fumbles. Some are on him. But as you said, like five or like six of them are on Nate Solder. That That's frustrating. But it goes on Jones' stat sheet and not Nate Solder. I feel like at that point they need like share fumbles because Nate Solder gave it up. But yeah, uh, Daniel Jones, this is a good learning experience because now he's going to learn that maybe he's going to – his left tackle isn't reliable, so maybe every once in a while he's going to have to take a little peek over there to make sure everything's going according to plan. But, yeah, I mean, it's just – I don't know what the answer is. I Left tackle is the biggest need to replace this offseason. Yeah. Daniel Jones played pretty good. He didn't have a perfect game, but he, he did play well. Uh, the more and more I look at that 4th and 14th throw of the Tate, it's just the more and more it's impressive. That play is insane. I mean, the block – it reminded you almost of the Tyree play. Because, like, the blocking was horrible from the get-go. He avoids them and just puts a dime. Like, I know that's his nickname, but, like, he puts a dime on him. It was it was beautiful. And I will say what I love about you guys, the listeners, and the people that follow us, is that with Dan Orlovsky's arrogant, pompous quotes, I can just – any, like, great Daniel Jones play, I can put those quotes up. And you guys go after Dan Orlovsky for his horrible takes on Daniel Jones around the draft. I got people saying, like, all right, calm down. It was a fine throw. I'm like, no, are you kidding me? There is no way you're calling that a fine throw when Jones had the pocket collapse around, had someone barreling down on him, laid up a perfect throw that only Golden Tate could catch. You, you can't tell me that was not a fantastic throw and a throw that gave us life. If you're telling me when he threw that touchdown pass, you didn't, like, jump out of your seat, like, oh, my God, we're back in this game, you're a lion. And if you didn't, you're not a fan of this team. What? Well, still. I'll, I'll finish my Daniel Jones thing right here, but yeah, he had a fine game. Not a spectacular game. I've seen better from him, but a fine game and it, just improvement from Daniel Jones. That's what you want to see. And Orlovsky was like, well, he, you know, he threw it up and, you know, it's fourth down. Like a lot of guys welcome do that. To, welcome like, to yeah, the NFL. Yeah. You know what? A, a, you know, a lot of guys do do that on the fourth down. You know what? A lot of guys don't do put a perfectly placed ball between three guys like that. That is a wow play. When they're like, I never saw a well play, which is not true if you watch his games. Uh, that 
is a wow play. So, wow, 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 wow. Wow, you suck at analysis, Dan Orlovsky. By the way, and do you see the way he kisses Haskins' ass? Haskins has a oh, horrible yeah. game every game, and he's like, good on you, big dog. And you know what it is? It's because uh, Orlovsky retweets her. That's what it is. And then he he asked the Ravens to retweet him today because he did something. I guess he, I didn't watch it, but he did something on, on Lamar Jackson. And he's like, at Ravens, retweet this for, for Lamar. Uh, what if he's a clout chaser? Yeah, I mean, I'm saying it now. I said on my Twitter, no way, absolutely no way. Eli Manning makes that throw into this year, or at least these past few years. No way he makes that throw. And I mean, like, well, yeah, there's not he, very many QBs in the game that can. Yeah, make that throw right Dwayne now. Haskins can't make that throw. Look, Ro- I get like Rogers, Mahomes, like. I- I think the list might stop there with guys who make can make that throw. Maybe like Deshaun Watson, but like like Brady can't make that throw anymore. Like Peyton could like I don't like that was an amazing throw. Like you don't see that out of even some of the best guys. Like where like no one's giving Jones credit for at least outside like Giants world. I think are not giving him credit for that. But Dwayne Haskins go takes a selfie for a fan and ESPN's like, lol, look at Dwayne Haskins being such a fun guy. It's like, just shut up. <laughs> Haskins sucks. Um, you see the Simple Man Radio highlight video I did of Haskins? It was a great highlight. I mean, he had I did such it from the Simple game. Man Radio because, like, I don't want to deal with people. Like, this guy cares so much. You know what? Blame NFL Game Passes uh, for not putting the coaches film out until Tuesday. So I'm sitting there bored looking for something to do. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to um, make a joke about Haskins. We're that's that game when we play the rest. Cause that's probably the really only other meaningful game. I, I I don't care if we lose that game. We lose the second overall pick. I want to win that game so badly just to see Haskins on that sideline. It's time to vote for the Pro Bowl. By the way, I just Giants just tweeted. Uh, vote, vote, vote for Marcus Golden is the only one we've seen so far. Right. I mean, we got to vote for him. It's in Orlando. I'm going, so we got to vote for him. Oh, we, uh, vote, vote for Jones. Everyone vote for Jones. Yeah, definitely, Daniel. Like, I got to find a way to talk to my, my buddy Danny. He tweeted today, too. He Your tweeted buddy. out an ad, and then he deleted it and then posted the exact same thing like an hour later. It's kind of weird. And you responded to the same tweet with the same thing the hour later. I Deep down, I feel like Daniel Jones knows who I am. Yeah, because he's probably like, what the hell is this guy that responded to my tweet again? Whenever I get to interview him, you know, there's the Clemson question I have to ask him. But another question is like, dude, do you ever scroll the timeline? Or do you just are you just straight posting ads and then you log off? I guarantee that's what he does. He probably doesn't even look at Twitter. Probably Eli is like, he's like, don't don't even look at social media. It's non-existent. And Jones is like, okay. And he like deleted everything. He only posts ads now. And that's what I love about him. I know Dwayne Haskins knows who I am. Little bitch ass. All right. Anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, oh that that, uh, that pre show is gonna be good. Talking about the Redskins. <laughs> I cannot wait for that game. That game's gonna be so fun. All right. Uh, see, we've we just accepted being losers, and now we're having some smiles. All right. The last thing on offense, I just want to say, as much as the last week or so, I've been like Evan Ingram, man, get like healthy. Man, the tight ends were begging us to go deep with the tight end, or the the Bears were begging us to go deep with the tight end. But we don't have like we don't have like Caden Smith and Scott Simonson aren't going to be those guys. If Ingram's there, it changes what the Bears do. Um, and if they play the same way, Ingram has a huge game. I just wanted to point that out. Danny, any things on the offense before we move to the defense? I I don't really have much on the defense. I mean, we saw it happen with Valentine. He got picked on in man coverage. We talked about Julian Love. 
Danny, do you got anything film cleanup before we do mailbag? Uh, for that Ingram thing, he, his worth showed in this Bears game, as you said. The Bears wanted our tight ends to smoke him. We don't have the speed to do it. That's why I think we need Evan Ingram around. Or if you could somewhat find someone like Evan Ingram, please do that. But, yeah, I mean, defense, nothing special. They held their own. Ballantyne struggled. Uh, Beal had a, won a huge bad play. And, yeah, I mean, th- there's nothing special that happened with the defense. They did their job for majority of the game. Then it just fell apart at the end. Yeah, a rough one. Green Bay, we're going to win that game somehow. <laughs> All right. Danny, let's let's take a quick break, and we'll, we'll answer some mailbag questions. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will, di- will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad you did. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Come on. Bye, guys. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right. Thanks, Steve from Blues Clues. Danny, let's get into the mail. All right, the first question. Oh, we'll see. My Twitter stopped loading. Right, the first question comes from Gaza at Gasman Superstar. He asks, "What are your top three positive things from the current season? If you could find three, mine are Dime Slayton. Can't think of a third. So, uh, top three. Uh, I'll first. I'll say Jabril Peppers because he seems like a solid piece to build around in the future. Well, Danny, uh, why don't we go one for one? Right, that way right. you don't steal every single one. No, I want to steal everything, but fine. If you don't want to, you can go. You, what do you got? Well, I got to go number one. I got to take Daniel Jones. That's, that's, yeah, the, of obvious, course. that's the obvious and clear of one. Of course. I mean, uh, you could use Daniel Jones too. No, no. Uh, well, really, that's what else? That's really the only other guys we got. Uh, I mean, I'll got to agree with Slayton because he, he's shown all the potential he needs. Yes, he has bad drops here and there, but he's shown so much for me to believe that he'll be around. And him and Jones will be the connection for years to come. Yeah, and I just kind of will, like, put that, like, in a macro conversation. All of these young guys. This team is so young. Now, I know young doesn't mean good. You know, like like we talked about, like we've talked about with Lorenzo Carter and B.J. Hill. Watch, B.J. Hill actually had a decent game with the limited reps that he got. Um, but there's a lot of youth. We play more rookies than anybody in the NFL. That's a fact. Um, like that is something to be excited about because some of those guys are going to be really good, hopefully. Yeah. So who who's your second guy? Well, my it wasn't just guys; it was like topics, Danny. So I'm saying as a whole, like Ryan Connolly. I thought it was topics. Be quite. I thought it was guys. Be quite honest. That's why I'm saying two players. Hold on, I'm going to look at it now because I I don't want to be wrong. I look like topics. Yeah, I thought you said things. What are three positive things? Okay, he said things. players. All right. He said, "All right, he he said players. I got thrown off. All right, let, let's all calm down here. Let's all chill with the hostility." Uh, my, I, geez, I don't know because I mean, as he said, it's hard to think of a third one. I'm just got to go with you. I mean, just the the young the youth movement we got going with this team because as he said, it doesn't always translate to good, but the youth movement we've seen 
it makes me optimistic. You got what Lawrence Connolly, all them, as you said, and also I saw I forgot who posted, but they said like if Dave Gellman is drafted for us, he has no hope. That's the one thing you should trust Dave Gellman with with the guys he's got it for us. So I'm sorry, but that's what I want Dave Gellman doing drafting for us. Third, you just brought it up, Danny. We're gonna have a ball in draft spot. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be able Chase to look John, at literally everyone. Who we gonna get? Who we gonna get? We're gonna, um, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're get, I, I think we're pretty much guaranteed a top five pick at this point. If we're not, I'd be shocked. But we're, we're like last year, we had to look at a wider range of people because we're six. We didn't know what the Giants would do. But like two, like we could look at easily right now the top guys and be like, all right, we like we could easily we could just look at Chase Young all day if we wanted to at this point. Because I mean, I'm not saying the Bengals are gonna not take him, but still, like there's still a real possibility the season ends today we would probably get Chase Young. Yeah, right now we're literally number two to the Bengals, and the Bengals are most likely going to get a quarterback. So, Chase Young season, baby. By the way, is Chase Young good? But I didn't get enough. That's my favorite thing is because a lot of the draft guys, they just be like, Chase Young is good. It's like, yeah, we all know. Tell me about the outside linebacker in the third round. Like, I don't need you to tell me Chase Young is good. No, but that's all these guys know about. Like, well, once we get, like, Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay, I know, I'm not sure how you feel about them. But I they, like them. I think sometimes they're. I like Mel better than Todd. I'm gonna say I that right too. now. I do and, too. Todd tries to play the cool, like too cool for school guy, but Mel, I do think, does a better job. But I don't think they're either one of them are great at evaluating QBs. But I also don't no. think a lot of NFL franchises are great at evaluating QBs. No, it, it, QBs is such a position that you can, you just gotta hope it hits. That's really all you could do. Like that with the Ravens right now. Like they believed in Lamar, but I don't think they thought he would hit as much as he is hitting right now. I tweeted about that. The revisionist history on Lamar Jackson is so funny. It's like, yeah, I get that. Like, like, so, like, there's people on the extreme, like, oh, he should play wide receiver. But there was also like very like real people and good football minds who were like, he struggles with his accuracy at Louisville. So his own team passed on him, like, be like, thirty-one teams passed on him. Like, actually, no, because the Ravens had two draft picks before they picked him, and they passed on him. So, like, let's not pretend the Ravens, like, we are going to go and get this guy no matter what it takes. Like, they took a great chance of someone else picking him. No, yeah, they took a huge chance, and that's what's fun about the draft. You just never know, and that's why the draft is one of my favorite times of the year. Next question comes from the real Frank the Tank at RomoCop74. He asks, how do we fix th- How do we fix this? You have a half hour to answer. I'll hang up and listen. Uh, I don't – half hour, I don't think it's enough to – talk about how we could fix this team really <laughs> i'm gonna be honest with you i think we need like at least like two hours <laughs> i i mean i think we're at a half an hour now yeah there's i, I don't think it's as far as way as people think no no like no. like i i pointed out on monday's show we haven't been blown out in a single game with daniel jones that's kind of wild we i I don't know, like, and I'm not saying like we like we had we were going to beat the Patriots. We're one two plays away, but we've been in every single one of these games. I think that means something, especially with a team as young as this and with the quarterback that a, a, a rookie quarterback and guys that are just there. There's youth all over the field. I'm not saying this youth is going to translate into Pro Bowls, Pro Bowls, Pro Bowls all around the board, but the fact that we've been these close in games means something for a team that's playing the most rookies in the NFL. 
And that's why we need to fire a head coach or at least have him give up play calling. All right, I'm all for that. If you want to hire a college coach, I'm all for it. All right, future topic we'll talk about later at a different show. Now, uh, final question comes from Matt Carson at plug underscore bankrupt. TS. do you guys plan on doing mock drafts or top prospects? Do you guys want the Giants to draft? Funny you may ask that. Bobby, would you want to answer that question? Yes, I cannot. I am looking forward to the offseason because we do a lot of that. We did a lot of that last year, Danny, and we're going to do even more of that. We might... Actually, I, I'm not even going to reveal what I was just going to say um, because I just thought of it, like, today from this question, honestly. This, like, this year is going to be fun. We do a, we did a lot of draft stuff last year, and that's how we gained our first, like, little wave of following was our draft stuff. Um, but we didn't go – like, we were watching, like, two, three games, up, like, a maximum on players, sometimes, like, one, two, because we, we, do, we do a show on each position going into the draft. So like last year we would do we do like twelve players from each position group. Um, so like there's you know we cover the news and then instead of mailbag we'll do the wide receiver class and then the tight end class. But we're gonna do it even more in depth this year. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, the quarterbacks we're gonna do every like I'm, instead of waiting till afterwards that way I don't get in the same predicament I was in last year. I'm gonna do every single one of them even though we're not gonna draft a QB. I still want to do like go through all of them. Yeah, so we're gonna do a lot of stuff. We're going to be talking about middle linebackers that are going to go in the sixth round. We're going to do stuff. And we're not scouts. Like, I'm not a scout. But what I can do is I can watch football. I can see what a guy does well and see how that would fit into an NFL, uh, like, locker room. Like, I'm not going to be like, like, like Daniel Jones, our motion cranks up to the left a little. Like, I'm not going to do that. And sometimes I think people overdo it with that. And they, they get into their own head about prospects. Like, yeah, but this guy – Gets the ball there on time. He performs. So I do think people, like some of these scouts, know, overthink it. Um, and I do think, I, I feel like we have a good eye for some of that stuff. Um, so yeah, I cannot wait until the, to start doing some draft stuff. I think we're going to kill it this year. Yeah, as you said, we're not professionals, but we, we know football well enough to see if a player is, one, good, and two, can he fit into especially the Giants' land. And, I mean, l- last year, you could look it up. We, we we did talk about, what, I think our first episode? We talked about Jones, but, like, we briefly mentioned him. We're we like, didn't even. Oh. We're like, oh, we're not the Jones. <laughs> yeah, you were like, you're, you're like Danny, you, you looked up a little bit of Jones. You, you talk about him for a little bit there. We didn't even, but we still looked at him, all right? So we're going to give you some good draft content. You might think, do we have lives with all the draft content we're going to be doing? <laughs> oh, we don't. Um, and we we do do one mock draft. So on on draft, we put out an episode on draft day with our mock drafts. Uh, and I guess I actually, Danny, I went and listened back to that to to look at our stuff. And by the way, our like evals on guys um, were pretty solid, you know. So I I I, I feel like we're gonna have a, a good rep. I mean, Joan, like we, we, I think, I feel like we nailed a lot of guys on the head of who they were. Um, wait, wait, what about the mock draft though? How were we like, how bad off were we? Oh, well, I don't judge us on that because well, still, I want to know. I just want to know. I just like to know. Well, at six, well, you actually had the Giants picking Daniel Jones at 17. At six, I had Quentin Williams. Um, you had, I can't remember who you had at six. I think I had like, um, I was six. I think I, I don't even know who I would have taken. That's probably Jonah Williams. I don't know. I, I'm going to look it up right now, right on the show. But, right. but like I said, I had I had the Giants, and I don't believe in in, in trades and mock drafts because like how can you predict that? Yeah, but you I have had, to trade. I had the I had the Giants trading the second round pick 
for Josh Rosen. I remember how big I was on the Josh. Yo, Rosen you, you would hammer that home every game, and I was like, yeah, I'm not there yet because I never got there because I'm like, there's no way the Giants are trading the second round pick for Josh Rosen. But yeah, I mean, I, we're like, who's their one guy that like releases one mock draft a year? I forgot who it is, but like, I think he works for like ESPN or something. He just released one mock draft. He just walks off into the sunset, and we'll never know. Yeah. Um, let's see. I, I want to find out who you're. We're gonna go through our freaking our mock drafts. I'll I'll, I'll kill time. So, uh, I, I mean, Jason Garrett. No, we don't want him. Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah, we, I guess we should talk about that. That's that's so stupid. That that's that's the dumbest thing I've ever it's heard. It's coming from Jason Garrett's camp. Oh yeah, he they, they're trying to pressure the Cowboys into like resigning him because like they're like oh but what if we leave you have all this talent but who's gonna use them it's like you're not doing it it's uh, Chris Richard and uh, Rob Mar- Mar- Marinelli that's his last name and then uh that uh, they're off to coordinator the young guy uh, Moore whatever his first name is he's like made Dak Kellen Prescott Kellen Moore he's made Dak Prescott look so good uh, even Rappaport said like this is like this would be the NFL's uh, um. Or, or, or Garrett's, like, number one priority to be the Giants. You had a tweet saying, I'll grab my pitchfork on the Giants love Duke QB bleacher report. Uh, <laughs> we didn't really we didn't really watch uh, Jones enough. No, I didn't watch Jones. I remember picking him, and I was like, oh, my God, they did it. And that was that was an experience. Also, I mean, I, I also learned Matt Rule worked for the Giants uh, today for at least uh, a year. That was that was interesting to learn about him. Uh, um. Try to think. I mean, Thanksgiving's on uh, Thursday. I mean, I, I I went for a run today to feel good about myself when I eat Thanksgiving. I'm really killing time right here, and we're gonna hopefully this doesn't take much. I don't long. know if we're gonna have a Friday show because I want to get an interview, and it is gonna be the day after Thanksgiving. And who's gonna listen to that? Yeah, Tell we're us. All... Maybe yeah. we will. I don't who, know. Who knows what we're gonna do for that? But yeah, I mean, I I. I, I I went for the run today to make sure I feel good about myself on Thanksgiving, just so I don't feel extra fat when I'm stuffing my playful uh, turkey, mashed potatoes. Uh, what else? As I'm killing time here. Uh, John Boy Media is blown up. It, it is, man. We're taking over the cool. world. It really is. Uh, they posted a funny video with that. Uh, I forgot the coach's name. Oh, Coach the, Ball Game? Coach Ball Game, yes, thank you. We're the chewing seeds. John Boy, professional seed chewer. Yeah, that was funny. Jake probably would be like me, not knowing what to do. Uh, and that that video of them playing baseball is also quite funny. Uh, what else? Uh, Justin yeah. Panic, drink, drink your milk. Yeah. By the way, what the heck, Panic? Drink the freaking milk. You, like you promised us this, and I'm still waiting for that milk. It better happen. If it's gonna happen in the offseason, it better happen. We're gonna pressure you to do it. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm trying to think of that reviewer's name. Uh, I don't work for the Giants, so I can't. I can't give you that insider info you want. What was it? That I'm trying to think of that reviewer's name that like left that uh a, was a Giant Jeff. He's like uh, Bobby films out of his like apartment, and Danny doesn't know the Giants. He doesn't oh, work yeah. for the Giants. He uh, still replies to me. Like he just, I I actually kind of respect him because he just um like he just doesn't acknowledge that. He'll just still like give me feedback on stuff. Like he's like, all right, well you don't like me. Like he doesn't reply back. He just kind of shoots out his replies, and that's it. Uh, Danny, I, I, Danny, I'm not be, I'm not being able to find your mock draft. I'm going to do it tonight, though, before the show's over. Before, not before the show's over, because that's going to take way too long. 
Yeah, well, I mean, if you if you kept doing that, I was gonna run out of topics to talk I had, about. But I had I had Quentin Williams, Jonah Williams at seventeen, um, which would have been amazing, uh, and then Josh Rosen at, at second pick. Yeah, second I, I would assume I may have taken Jonah Williams at six. Maybe. All right, Danny, that's a show. We wait. We procrastinated for nothing. But you know, <laughs> it's it's a Wednesday, and you can do stuff like that on a Wednesday. We'll see you. You're guys. still listening at this point. You're just you're just a true fan. Well, yeah, they love us, man, um, and we love them. We'll see you guys next time. Until then, let's go big blue.